now, from Star Worldwide Networks, it's time for Don Cromwell Live, an insightful, entertaining look into all aspects of the music industry. You'll never hear music the same way again. Now here's your host, producer, songwriter, musician, and former Air Supply and Eddie Money bassist, Don Cromwell. Cutting out to my beautiful live audience. <laughs> there you go. It's a heck of a crowd going on. Ooh, Welcome, a lot of people. everybody, to Don Cromwell Live. So happy to have you here tonight. I can't believe it. We're already moving towards the middle of February 8th, 2023. Seems like we just had Thanksgiving, then Christmas. But that's the way it goes. Time flies. That's why you got to take time and enjoy life. Hey, I'm going to get right to it because tonight's going to fly by with my special guest. Again, thank you, Lori Reamer, who is back in studio with Woo-hoo! us for helping me put these guys together. Uh, the gentleman to my left, he's been on twice before. I said, I think there's only a couple people. Eddie Money was on probably 12 <laughs> times, uh, but not many people have been on three times. But I'm happy to have Aww. him back. Great singer, Thanks, songwriter, so. producer, vocal coach. So too many things for me to remember. <laughs> Mr. Ken Stacy, welcome yeah. back, Ken. Thank you so much, Don. Uh-huh. I was right. inspired by your opening there. Oh, well, you know, oh, hey, welcome, Don Cromwell. Uh, hey, I might have you do a voiceover for me. <laughs> Perfect. And a talent in her own right. We'll talk about the many things she's into, but they're here to promote a gig that they're doing together and some music they're doing. It's phenomenal, Miss Claire. Kodara, I'm meeting her for the first time. Hi, Claire. Hi. Yeah. Oh. It's such an honor to be here. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. It's great having you. And that sultry voice, as Rock and Robin, oh. my producer, says, uh, coming across straight right in front of us. Any, it, it feels good. We, we had to postpone. These guys were, I think I said it uh, last week uh, when my guest was a phone in that uh, we had a little COVID concerns and we kept having to move things around. But we're doing what pros do. We're here and the show goes on. Yes. Show always goes on. That's right. Better late than never. So where do we start? I mean, you guys, number one, you got a big show coming up at Soho, which is a we great... We Huh? We do. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, let, let's just get right into it, Ken, and talk about your show coming up and your band. Is it a full band gig? It is. It is. Fantastic band. Um, Claire and I are partnering up on this, and uh, we did a record release for Claire last year at Vibrato, where we put together a really great band. And this year, we decided to get out there and, uh, you know, kind of partner up on the show together, do a dual billing as creative partners, and um, put together an amazing band. I have, uh, we have uh, Doug Petty, who plays with Tears for Fears. He's also a very dear friend of mine and production partner. He's amazing. Uh, We have Dan Donnelly on guitars incredible he plays with kenny loggins and others uh, i was able to steal kenny's drummer david salinas unbelievable dave salinas uh they happen to not be working that weekend perfect so i lucked out and nabbed him and then uh we were able to get victor Bro- Bro- broden excuse me victor broden in the last minute we had had uh david frank on board who plays with shania twain but she called him out early so Victor stepped in. He's a Grammy-winning bass player. He's played with uh, countless great artists. And uh, we also have uh, some special guests. We have Mary Harris and Burley Drummond from uh, Ambrosia coming out. 
and going to sit in. We've got uh, some other special guests coming in. And oh, George Friedenthal, too, right? Yes, George Friedenthal is going to do a, a, do a Santa Barbara native. I, I was saying that's the Santa right. Barbara Mafia. We've got to bring out right. the, you know, the talent that's up there and exactly. the, that network. Exactly. And George is amazing. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a really cool evening of music. We're going to be doing, Claire's going to be doing, and I know she'll speak on this, uh, a variety of origi- original material. Some of the, from the record that we did together last year, some from prior to that. Um, all incredible songs and, uh, and some hand-selected covers, um, which pretty much all the covers came from the record, right? Uh, except for the... Loggins tune we're Except doing. for the longest mm-hmm. Loggins tune we're doing. And then I'm doing originals and hand-picked covers from artists that I've toured with. So it's going to be pretty cool. And it sounds cool, and what a great band. And I, I looked at the date. Uh, unfortunately, we'll be out of town. But, uh, and Soho's such a great venue, too. Mm-hmm. It, it's so, that's, that's going to be special. So how did you two connect? How did you get so, together? Uh, my mom got sick a year and a half ago and she was an artist. I, I have a music production company in a few cities across America. My husband is obsessed with business and he met me and we got organized and built a company and my mom got sick as an artist and she, she always was saying to me, I have to sing. I'm, I've always been a singer. And so I, um, I realized I had to start singing again. Um, and I called Ken. I called somebody who knew Ken and I said, I need a vocal producer. I need a vocal artist. I'm new in L.A. from Brooklyn. I moved during COVID. Oh. I was about to have my third child open another office in the Pacific Palisades. But I said, I need to sing. So here we are a couple years later. We've uh, released an album. We've yes. had some amazing press. Yes. And absolutely. it's just the beginning. Why don't you talk about your album? Um, so the album is called Modern Lullaby. And produced by Ken, yeah, sitting next to me. I couldn't have done it without him. Um, all proceeds go to autism education and advocacy. I am the mother of a child on the spectrum, mm-hmm. and so ever since he was diagnosed, advocacy has been my life, and it's been it's become part of who I am as an artist. And so, um, you know, it just kept blossoming. I wrote a song for Winston, my son on the spectrum. And then we did a bunch of covers, Beyonce. I mean, there's, it's a really cool album. And we've had some amazing, amazing feedback. Yeah, it's, it's so different. It's um, the closest thing I could give to it, because everybody always wants to pigeonhole things, but it kind of is the way maybe, maybe like a T-Bone would do, but it's a little bit more spare than that, um, where T-Bone would really lean into the edge on things, obviously. Timo Burnett, incredible, but influenced kind of in that direction. So all these songs, which honestly, uh, I mean, what is the, what, what it's, give us a couple of the titles and the artists. It kills me. Hallelujah. Okay. Like a Prayer yeah. by Madonna. Right. Um, Ultralight Beam by uh, Kanye West. Okay, so. Sorry ultra- about that. I know he's like a dirty word now. Yeah, but, and yeah, and yeah, but the song, Okay. I never would have guessed there was a song there. And when Claire first suggested it, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And then we started kind of reimagining all these songs, kind of like what we'll circle back on about this Christmas. We started reimagining these these pop songs. And they took on a life of their own. And as we were working 
ultra light beam up, I'm like, holy shit, this is freaking It's amazing. a great song. It's a There's, great song. So, well, you made it a great song. It's a great song. song. It was you a great song before. Mm, and I as was the, Beyonce's yeah. Halo. Yeah. I'm a millennial, so this is the music I, the, yeah. I you know, these, this is my teenage, my 20s, yeah. you know? It was hard for me to hear it through through his production and his approach, and I get that it reaches a lot of people, and that's great. That's yeah. totally dope and great, and he's you know he's talent in his own right. But I feel felt like from a songwriting standpoint, the song itself was getting lost, as is right. often happening now in modern records in the production, and the same to me. I mean, Beyonce's "Halo," you know, obviously a massive smash hit. But when we slowed it down and took the approach we did, which you're going to hear tonight on the show, it takes on a completely different dimension that is so deep and so beautiful. Um, I'm just a fan of great songwriting. And now I can hear the songs on some of these things in ways I couldn't before. And it's a lullaby album, not just to put your kids to sleep, to put you to sleep. It's also great to have a dinner party too, to have sex with, you know. At the dinner party. During the dinner party. It meets all needs. It's just, it's kind of like, it's just a chill vibe. And I feel like I didn't properly advertise it. You know, people without kids were like, what about me? And I thought, wait, I have to speak about this. So, you know, it's not just for kids. It's not, it's not. And you'll hear it. I mean, when you hear this track, Yes, there is something about it, and a lot of it has to do with Claire's voice, the sweetness that we really focused on, the way we produced her voice for this record was very, very intentional. And there's something so deeply inviting and serene and warm and like a beautiful warm blanket in, in the way she sings on this record. Thank so the, this quality does make it something to where, you know, a, a, a parent would be sitting with their kid listening to this, winding down the day, and the kid's going to dig it and the parent's going to dig it. And then the kids are going to go to sleep and then you're going to have a dinner party and then you're going to have sex. So where's the problem with that? <laughs> right. I don't there see a problem. problem. I think we should hear one of these tracks. Yeah. Well, well, I think we need to hear one tonight. of these tracks. Like, like well, wait now. a minute. It might, it might be a bit too soon to play it. Uh, you know, but because I did go to your website, uh, Claire, and both your websites, Ken's, I'd seen before, but you know, it's all peace and love. And it's, it's from the heart, obviously, and, and you're really coming from a special place. I did not, uh, there was something about. Uh, so I thought maybe you did have a autistic or on spectrum son. Um, and after the show, I'm definitely connecting you with my friend Nancy Alspa, who has a uh, autistic son who's been a challenge 24/7. And her and her late husband Reed adopted him as a baby. They were so happy to have a child finally, and he's turned out to be. But he has just come out amazing. He's painting these. Mm. things that it, it, mm. that sell immediately and I tried to buy one she said oh somebody already bought it <laughs> but my point is mm. it, it's it, a gift it's it, the best thing that yeah. has ever happened to our family for sure oh yeah. good good um, and and yeah. and the siblings they they love him too I'm sure. I mean yeah what's not to love he's like a little genius he's just different he doesn't greet you like normal kids when you walk in the door there's just you know, it's he's all different. heart. It's all heart. It's all right there. Yeah, it's all pure. heart. Exactly. Pure it's and all absolutely heart. open. You know, it's funny. There's a, a young boy at, at church here, and he's autistic. And um, Lance Sterling, who runs the Canyon Club, had a big um, autistic 
autism fundraiser at his place. It's been a few years because Eddie Money was there. We we played. Mm. Uh, God rest Eddie's soul. He, whenever there was a good cause, he was there. But uh, I met this gentleman there. I say, I see you in church all the time. And and his son literally bounds up the aisle to greet father, you know. And he doesn't take communion, but he slaps him five. And I always say he's the most happy person in the whole room. Aww. You know, he just like this. <laughs> and, and But his father told me, yeah, but at three o'clock in the morning, he'll jump in the pool and, you know, scare yeah, them. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just these random acts. And, and I remember being on the little boat out here in the lake here, and we'd be with uh, with Wyatt, is his name, and, you know, and they just trying to get him to love and hold him, and, you know, it was difficult. But he's come such a long way, so what a great, great cause that, that yeah, is. Yeah, I just feel like I have to be the cool mom of autism, like take the stigmas away. I mean... I know we live in a different time now and people accept and it's in pop culture, but it's still, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there just needs to be more representation and I feel like I'm that voice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, so I'm pretty sure that Chaka Khan has a, an autistic, an organization for autism from, That's cool. started by, because of a niece, I think, oh, okay. that had autism, Very a niece cool. or a nephew that had yeah. autism. I'm pretty sure she's... Yeah. I gotta yeah. check that out. Yeah, she yeah. does something with that. Well, let's face it. I, I'm sorry, Ken. I, yeah. I was just gonna say, real, you know, that's the power of music, though. Right now, I mean, you oh know, yeah, we all know the music business as we <laughs> once knew it. Is you, you know, you're much younger, Claire, but uh, you know, Ken and I can relate. It's just a different business, and you know, how yeah. do you really turn it into a business is is difficult. So you find a cause and a reason, and you put out the best music, and it'll fall into place. I believe in that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and. Early intervention is critical, too. Um, my son, who's now almost 19, is now in college, his second semester. He's doing incredible. And he was diagnosed when he was just uh, shortly before two, uh, walked early, spoke early, was incredibly... Diagnosed on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah he was diagnosed on the oh, spectrum. Oh, thank you. And... Um, and went praxic, that means he lost all speech, his mouth closed, he never spoke with his mouth open again, lost visual connection, all these things worked. I mean, you know, it's it's remarkable uh, how amazing and driven and, and, and powerful these kids are. Um, and he's phenomenal. I mean, he's now he's arrived at a place where he's just this incredibly beautiful, soulful, funny, frickin' brilliant, creative, um, present young man. Um, And he's different, and thank God he's different. He moves through the world with a massively open heart, and that's the benefit... You know, we there are some issues that we need to help our kids through when they when they fall somewhere on the spectrum. And obviously some uh, fall further than others. Um, But if we can help them fill that gap it is remarkable the life they can live and what they bring to the world that is so absolutely different my son says things that are so so prolific and aware he get when he when he does speeches like at, at my wife and my wedding or things like that birthdays people can't believe the things that come out of his mouth so <laughs> What all this to say is that our children, you know, the time and when we found out that my son was on the spectrum was still in the beginning when everybody was freaking out, right? 
and there wasn't the kind of support that's there now. People um, are still freaking out. Let but me they, tell you. yeah, they are. But but it's there's a lot more, there's a lot more. available now, and a lot more understanding, and a lot more parents like myself who can say this is what it looks like on the other side as they move through these therapies and move through these things that they'll need to do to fill that gap. But without changing who they are as individual individuals because who they are is remarkable. It's it's just some of the things that might get in the way of their being able to be successful as adults. Anyways, um, this was a big deal for me when Claire and I got together and started working together because when I found kids. out... That was my next question. Kids. Is yeah. it, it was just a yeah. coincidence? Well, no coincidences. Well, there are no coincidences. No, no coincidences. Yeah, I mean... It, That's it, cause. But I said, <laughs> just, I want to yeah. do... You didn't... I mean, we've been working together for six months at that yeah. point. And I said, listen... You know, you work with all these major stars, Kenny right. Loggins, you know, Michael McDonald. I said, you know, you have to work with me. I'm a big star, too. And he was like, what do you mean? And I said, you got to produce my album. Yeah. And you got to make it happen for me. I um, I want to do an album, and I want the proceeds to support autism. Yes. And he was like, what's your connection to autism? Oh. My kid. And he's like, my kid, too. I'm like, okay, we're doing it. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Written yeah. in the stars. That sealed it shut. Yeah. <laughs> so I got one more for you. Okay. You probably don't know that I'm um, a music therapist. You oh, are. That's right. And who I worked with. That's right. Was autistic kids. Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> so I was pretty in depth with that's studies amazing. of autistic kids, and wow. I had, at the time, I had a couple of friends that I studied those kids too, and I wow. I worked with them, and I played with them, and I observed them, and yeah. basically, they're just hypersensory. They receive so much information, right. and they let it out in a different way than we do. That's right. You know, um, creatively, I mean, I've watched rainbows of paper, the, the same color scheme over and over, same, same paper, you know, uh, a lot of repetitive motion, but then pulling them out of that and, you know, aids that are working side by side in That's schools right. now. That's right. Incredible, you know, progress. It's one of the reasons that my son recovered so incredibly well. He had uh, somebody there with him yeah. the entire time and yep. we had... Living here in California, we're blessed to have a support system that really no other state has. So um, his personal aides were critical. And to the parents out there that are hearing this, here's the deal. If you're not already doing this, get down on your hands and knees and engage your kid. Engage them, engage them, engage them, engage them. And that was one of the things that I realized that, yes, they've therapies, they need professionals, they need people involved, but you have to be in the trenches with them you've got to be involved they've got to there's something that happens in the course of that healing um that is so profound for them and uh, and profound for you too so yeah. you know it's not just about therapists fixing our kids right it's about all of us fixing each other because i got to tell you uh, my son fixes me all the time there's no fixing uh, there's no fixing it's just support well yeah but if you know you, maybe yeah. that's not heal let's instead of fix heal Heal. We're all healing. We're all. But healing every kid something. needs that. You know, get on the floor with them. I mean, I do yeah. it with my grandkids. That's you get right. on the floor. Oh God, with them. I don't want to get on the floor with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How do get you have down. grandkids? Get I do. Two she of them. Does. <laughs> and they are freaking cute. I've <laughs> Thank seen you. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Two boys. Uh, yeah. Anyways, but no, but it, it's it's great. And and one of the things you know, 
before we went on the started tonight, Claire goes, what are we going to talk about? I said, we're going to talk about whatever you want to talk yep. about. And it's a music it. show, but it's a life show, and we yeah. talk about whatever the heck we it's want to. It's a parenting show. And, uh, hey, that's tonight, right. well, <laughs> welcome. Yeah, sponsored by, right? you know, uh, but seriously, you know, uh, beautiful Cindy and I never had children, but we, we have lots of nieces and nephews and lots of friends, and, and I remember... Um, <clears throat> Ken telling you about you know yes. the song idea I had right. uh, about right. the boy I saw in church because yes. one of my uh, godsons is uh, a Down syndrome boy mm-hmm. and his his dad who was one of my best friends uh, God rest his soul Bill his son Billy he really didn't tell anybody that that Billy was you know and and as an infant and I remember being at my parents' house Christmas Eve and, and Bill was always there and and he brought Billy who was an infant and my dad comes up he says. DR, he called me. I see it all the time. Donald Richard, DR. He said, you know, that's a Down syndrome baby. You know, he had the almond eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't know. Uh, my point being, that was my first indoctrination into that. Mm-hmm. And special then, needs, yeah. Special needs. And then Cindy and I were in church in Phoenix. We happened to be there at a, a property there we have. And um, went to church. And there was this boy in a black suit, shiny black suit and boots mm-hmm. all his own. And this is what I wrote. And he would down certain boy, obviously, mm-hmm. but he was so proud to walk up there and mm-hmm. give the gifts to the, you know, and watch yeah. the other kids follow him. So number one, I love how you guys approach your children. I know it's got to be a challenge, but it's still all about love. Listen, all children are challenging. I would not have wished. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would not have wished me on anybody. <laughs> and I was far more challenging in a million different ways <laughs> My son is incredible. Our boys are our boys are amazing. They're they're angels. And it's a different kind of thing. So and and you know, not to take away from anybody's challenges, but at the end of the day, I have never met anybody that in, isn't in some way special needs. And there's got to be room. I think we're we're hopefully starting to move towards a world where in the concept of inclusion and openness that we begin to recognize that this whole fitting a square peg into a round hole bullshit that that has been the nature of our government and our mm, and putting labels and our, on everything and labeling everything yeah. like, at the end of the day we're just every we're just people all trying to find our way and make beautiful lives Absolutely. and love one another so you know awesome yeah well all right and we could talk about that for Two hours probably, oh, yeah. but it, it yes. is a music show. Yes. You guys are <laughs> no, no. Well, but but it's not. And we talk about yeah. whatever we want. You know, yeah. as I say, it's my show, and I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm a lot older than you guys, so maybe you know that song. Maybe oh. you know. It's my party. Yeah, okay, yeah. right. Uh, Leslie Gore. Uh, but anyway, you've got some music to promote. Let's uh, yes. let's play something. Okay, so uh, first track up. Uh, I would love to play something that we did on Claire's record. It is Beyonce's Halo, um, but it is Claire's exquisite interpretation. And uh, it goes like this. i 
clap for that for sure. Fantastic. Gorgeous. Great production. Great vocal. Intimacy. I love that. Are we all asleep yet? Or well, having sex? I, wow, I get the, the same common time. denominator here. Yeah. Uh, maybe, JK, JK. May, 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 uh, I had to think JK. Okay. Just kidding. Yeah, I, I, I figured it out, believe it or not. Yeah. I well, speak in slang. Yeah. I'd love you to talk a little bit about your training and where, where all your development of your voice well, and what you've done that's so sweet of you to ask i um my dad always said i've spoke uh, sung more words than i've spoken mm-hmm. i was always like singing as a baby and then uh i just knew i was going to be a singer and then i heard mariah carey's fantasy album was like oh there's me in a little black dress <laughs> making a cd or a tape or whatever it was and then um you know, life happens and I became a professional ballerina and then I thought that was going to be my path and then they told me I was never going to be the prima ballerina. They basically just wanted me to get lost, I think. So um, I was like, wait, I want to sing. I don't want to dance. And then, you know, never really got the leads in high school, even though I was the best pop singer. I I got the leads of acapella, but not Mozart's Requiem, which was hard (laughs) for me, frankly, because I can kind of sing opera. So I didn't get into Princeton, um, which is uh, the school my brother went to. And I really wanted to go there because I dated all of his friends and thought I could have, you know, four more <laughs> oh, years of man. doing that. Keep going, girl. And so um, I've had a very rich life. Uh, I see Rich that. in experience, um, for sure. And then um, so my parents were living in Rome at the moment, at that moment. And then I um, decided not to go to college. And I uh, enrolled part time at Temple University in Rome where my mom was a professor and my parents were like, okay, like you've got to like, you got to do a full-time program. So I enrolled in Santa Cecilia, which is, happens to be an amazing music school. And Renata Scotto was my teacher. She's an incredible wow. opera star. Yeah, I know who she is. And I think she kind of like felt bad for me because, but I was like so energetic and wanted to sing and I can sing. Right. But I, so I sang some opera in Rome and then I got a gig at the Vatican and I sang for the Pope every <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm, I like, So the last six months of John Paul and the first year and a half of the of Benedict, I was the soprano soloist at the Vatican, Piazza San Pietro, 160,000 oh people. Oh my gosh. I was hungover. I was dating the head of the mafia. Oh, can oh, I say wait. this? Oh, yes, you can. I was we dating might have to the kill son. Ken, but yeah. I was dating the son of the head of the mafia in Rome and he was working for his dad. So I was like growing psychedelic mushrooms in my bathroom, like living in like this museum palace. Like we didn't have any money. Then the next day I had an X5 and I was, we were on so many drugs and I was singing at the Vatican. Anyway, that was for two years. And then, um, (laughs) you know, the music story continues. I finished, I cleaned up my act, finished college. And then my parents were like, okay, so what, what do you, what's your job? And I was like, I'm going to just win American Idol and be a superstar. <laughs> so I didn't win American Idol, but I got to LA. What season were you? Nine, the season before Ken. And I had an amazing time, but I really wasn't trying to kill there. I wasn't being strategic. I was just making friends and networking and that it's better not to win in a way. Right. I mean, (laughs) I really wasn't taking it as seriously as I should today. Um, 
so you know the producers became my friends because they're a bunch of these guys from london they all lived in chelsea i went to imperial college for a while it was like they were like why are you on this show like why aren't you producing this and i was like maybe am i a good producer should i produce so i moved to new york after that like did the rock star thing hit the pavement you know went did all did every single live venue you could imagine did weddings sang anthems did all that and i was like this is exhausting and i feel like i'm not getting anywhere <laughs> and then i broke up with my booking agent we stopped um you know he stopped booking me and then i met my husband and he was like you're good with people and you know musicians and clients are coming to you let's build a biz so now i have a like one of the most successful booking agencies for massive parties what's in it called america star rock productions you know, it's amazing. I am grateful. I love it. I love my musicians. There's a massive, like, I just feel like I'm 37 years old. Yes, I'm 37 years old. I can say it because I've had an amazing life. And like, it's not that I'm not where I belong in my, in my career, but there's been a major shift and I'm going to win a Grammy at least in two years. And that's very different from where I was like three years ago, you know? And so that's my story. Love you. Bye. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, my dear. And she had a few kids in between. My, you should hear my husband's story. She's got a few babies. He, he, I have three kids, well, too. He, he has an amazing story, too. But I'm yeah. sure he does, since yeah. many times he's talked about having sex. Uh, but listen, <laughs> so, yes. I, appre I appreciate that. And, and I, I love your, your candidness. I really do. I mean, you know, studying opera in Rome and, I mean, singing with people and dating a mafia. This, this is, you I might be my most interesting guest in 10 years. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the biggest <laughs> honor and Little the do biggest I know. Compliment, compliment anyone. That's I know, not. because from the outside, I look very vanilla, you, don't I? Well, you do. And I, I put a big effort on looking vanilla. I think we might have to do a whole show dedicated to you and your, your other side. You know, side. I think everyone has these these interesting lives, even if they like immerse themselves in television all the time, they're just not open and honest about it and being as candid. You know what I'm saying? Well, I kind of do. And I think we're going to write a song, the other side of Claire and, uh, it, it, it's, the only side of Claire. Well, Oh, the okay. Side of uh, the what? The hidden side of oh. I'm not Which very hidden. No I was going to say, she's pretty open, so this ain't it, nothing hiding. You just no. have to trigger it. If that's hidden, I don't want <laughs> to see gonna, what's exposed. We're going we're gonna to no. tap more into this, darling. No, but, but for the, sure. Next uh, record. Claire well, all shows. I can tell you is I close my eyes listening to the song and I just see a video like happening. Yep. Are there any videos of any yep. of your songs? Yep, 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 yep. YouTube. Vimeo, all the things. Go to my website, clairecadara.com. My last Good. name is K H O D A R A. Right. And I took weird my I, I took my husband's name. Oh. Weird for like a white, you know, person. <laughs> um, but I, I I I couldn't get away from Claire Fuller after American Idol. It was like the oh, most disgusting. That's your sticker. maiden name is Fuller. Yeah, I was like, I am American Idols, Claire Fuller. And then we're like doing this show in Soho at Santa Barbara. It's like, Claire Kadar of American Idol. There's no Claire Kadar of American Idol. Uh, but um, I guess that's like. It's right. People get married and change their names. Yeah. I, that's, you know. That was like, I was. This is happens. My so. mom didn't change her name. She was like a righteous artist. Right. And I was like, obviously, I'm definitely changing my name. Like, <laughs> you're crazy. Well. Claire Fuller Kodara, you know that's what everybody's, yeah. all the ladies seem to be doing. So who won? Two, who won that season? Lee Dwayze. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh. He was so nice. 
<laughs> what, what, what did you just slap him on? Because Ken doesn't need to talk shit on the radio. Uh, well, okay. Why not? <laughs> yes, you uh, can. It was the show shit. supposed you can to go anywhere you wanted to. Whenever he feels like that he's talking. So. Talk, no, I'm not going to talk shit about him. Okay. He was delightful. Uh, he, I'm sure he was wrong. delightful. What? I'm sure he was delightful. But I obviously should have won. Like, well, you should have. But then again, you know, the thing is, is that, Thank and, and I, I can, I think I can talk about these things with some. Yes, we can. Because well, you, I, I was a, vocal I was, well, I was a lot of things on that show and I got to be in the war room and I got to watch a lot of decisions being made. And mm. I, you know, one of the things that when my clients come to me and want to prepare for these kind of shows is I always tell them, okay, just be aware that it's just like going to Disneyland and being a character. In other words, the show is the show. It's not about you. The show is going to be there next season. You're not. So you are being casted, and they will cast you based on market analysis, based mm. on what's going on in the industry at the time, based on if it's American Idol, what 19 Productions wants. It is nothing to do with you, and it's nothing to do about artistry. Um, it is all about a show. And, and once you know that and accept that, then you actually, Claire, you took the right approach. Don't go in trying to work the show. Go in, make friends, make relationships, keep your eyes wide open and watch how all this bullshit plays out because it's ridiculous and realize it's television. It's not the record industry. Um, and if you really want to be a serious artist, don't do one of those shows. Hit, you know, slog it out like other artists and really work hard at, at your artistry. And that's what Claire is doing now. And it's amazing. And she's really, you know, finding her voice. And I love that she's doing it now because she, you know, when we met, it felt like when we first started working together, uh, when I started working with Claire as her vocal coach, she came in and was like, okay, here's this amazingly beautiful inside and out person with this incredibly gifted voice but i didn't know who she was in a, as an artist and it felt like well where where are you as an artist and as we began to work together more and more and talk about the direction and things in this record and really hone in on that all of a sudden this fully developed <laughs> realized Artist. Artist starts evolving. <laughs> oh, and and it's like artist starts emerging and it's like, wow, here we are. And you know, it's um it's it's beautiful. I Thank you. Yeah, no, it's it's been an incredible uh, journey with you and I'm so excited about us doing more and seeing where that takes us and you know, uh, the show is going to be a real a real blast to continue to contour and see what that looks like because, you know, we've done the record, we did your record release, but we really haven't had a chance to get out there now and fine-tune things and really see how it develops. And a lot of things happen when you start performing things in front of an audience on a regular basis. And you do it with really great musicians and you do it in a way that 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 leaves room for something to begin to take shape and take, take life. Mm. And I think it's going to inform mm. what the next record is going to look like um and i'm excited about that very excited and well, also live you you don't necessarily know what's going to happen you're being vulnerable you, you, and exactly you just allow that's the right. trust who's behind you playing that's right. and you know you just kind of go with some with a moment yeah. i mean when we did i'm so sorry no sorry. please go ahead. i was going to say when we did the record release party last year at vibrato the release party didn't sound just like the record 
I mean, it had its mm. own. Vi- we had incredible musicians there. Otherwise, everybody would have been but, falling asleep or having right. sex on the table. <laughs> yeah, which wouldn't have been a bad thing. <laughs> you started no, it. Carl. That's right. It's you so said fun. It. It's so you fun to be it. provocative. Yes, oh, and then oh, mushrooms. You and then, go, girl. And then you start doing mushrooms, and that goes somewhere else. <laughs> you go. And we're gonna I all do it. ketamine. I can't I'll do ketamine after this. No, no, no ketamine. Don't, don't start with any of that. I love the way this show has evolved. To be honest, I really do. It's healing. It's all healing. So psychedelics are healing. Are you you like performing live? Oh my god, I live for it. Yeah, I live for the stage. Yeah. I live. I just yeah. live. I, I sometimes I don't even. I have dreams that I don't um, practice my music, and it's so terrible because like that's my natural <laughs> state. I just want to get up and chat with people. I'm like, am I just talking to myself? Like, am I? I love the stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love singing. I live it, to it's sing. so important to be a performer. You know. Oh my god, it's and, everything. And, but yeah. I, I, what I get from this whole thing so far is that you know you guys are on the cusp of something and and that's what it takes somebody relating to the emotions the emotions yes. of music is what drives this business right now in terms of you know Wait, an speak, art. Can, tell me can, more what does that mean to you what that means to me is you have an autistic or right is this spectrum and autism the same yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a spectrum kid all, you have an odd kid on the spectrum okay. yeah, yeah. yeah so and and you sing so phenomenally and you're so yeah, full of life and positive, but you've got it. And I know it's love, but it's a challenge for most people would see it as a challenge, but it's, it's something that translates love and purity and honesty from the heart. I always say, if it's from the heart, you're on the right track. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I and like it informs, that. this is the thing, it informs if you're in the right state and you allow it to move through you, it informs the challenges of your life, the, all these things, whether it's within us or our children or whatever, it informs the energy that comes through your music. And that's what I'm talking about. I get to, I get to and I have had the blessing of touring with incredible artists and yep. all this shit. And I've gotten to, you know, I've been able to work with a considerable amount of really gifted vocalists and all these things. Claire, Claire Kodaras don't come walking through your door every day. And the thing is, is that that's the cloth that... that don't that, make me cry, seriously. Well, but it's the truth. It's well, a, I think oh, that's let's why get we, back to the... You I know, think uh, that's why we connect so much, because that's, as a singer and a performer and an artist, that's where I come from as well. It's like you have to allow who you are and what you are come through in a state of vulnerability, and it informs what you do as a musician, and it moves through your voice. And I, I will tell you... To bring it to the now, two things that have really hit me that I think are so profound. The other night on the Grammys, when Brandi Carlisle performed, that was like mind-boggling. That was so, it, it wasn't even the Grammys. I mean, the Grammys are always the Grammys, and they're, it's a big dog and pony show, and there are people that win, and people that, you know, whatever. But when that lady took the freaking stage, and she was introduced by her wife and her kids, yeah. and she... And the song structure and the quality and the musicianship. She's amazing. I don't even think that audience, what blew me away is it was just so pure and so phenomenal. And my wife and I were watching it. When they'd scroll over the audience, people were just sitting there. I'm like, yeah, this is L.A., honey. They don't even know how to freaking... Co- they don't even understand that. Mm. I mean, they really don't. It's got to have all the all the insanity around it and everything for them to really get off. You get outside of Los Angeles, and people recognize what that is, and that was so mind-boggling. And that's the kind of artist 
that Claire is. That's what I ascribe to as an artist and a producer. These are the kind of things gen- g- being genuine. And then another mm-hmm. thing that people need to be hip to is Rick Rubin's new book is so freaking insane. And it talks about this shit. This is exactly what it talks about. Authenticity. It talks about channeling something. And um, yep. I don't know. You get me started on this stuff and I can no, go forever. No, I love but it. That's why I love working with Claire because I know. I got to like, read this, that book. I got, oh, you have my to. My sister just sent it to me too and I was like. What? You, everybody, <laughs> put it on audio and start listening. It is, it, it's yeah. breathtaking. And because he walks the talk, there's a reason he is so successful in so many different genres of music is because he channels something and he allows it to vibrate and that vibration he knows is bigger than him. And if it's, if it's a hip hop album or a, a bluegrass record or a heavy rock album or whatever, when it resonates, it resonates, and he knows, and that's when he says, "That's it." Yeah. And the and the proof is in the pudding because it's countless groundbreaking records or the work that he did with Johnny Cash. Holy shit, hurt. I mean, God, come on. Can't wait to read it. Yeah. Gotta read well, it. so anyways, uh, okay. Rick Rubin's book. Rick, you owe me five yeah. bucks. Perfect. <laughs> so. Grammys. I didn't watch it. I kind of Rarely have gone off the Grammys for, you know, mm-hmm. a couple reasons. of years. Yeah. Uh, but of course, it's the music business. But I saw where Bonnie Raitt yep. won. Oh, my hero. She well, was no, stunned. But, but oh, hold on. But, but, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. You mean that unknown yeah. blues so Bonnie singer? Raitt, who I've always loved. <laughs> well, who anyway. said that? Who said that? Some idiotic trade in the UK said an unknown blues singer beat out Beyonce. But we don't need to to focus on some little dude in the UK with all due respect. Because everybody (laughs) fucking knows who Bonnie Raitt is. I have her piano. I have her child. That's right. You do. And no. Girl, you get me fired up. (laughs) I love it. I was playing on it this morning. Okay. So. I love that, but I had, and I thought, oh, I got to hear this song just like that. That's what I'm talking about. Bonnie Raitt, to my knowledge, does not have children. I don't believe. But the song is about a son being an organ donor. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That, I listened to that song and I, it did literally bring tears to my eyes. Yes. And I read the comments and, you know, as of yesterday, it was 1.4 million. It's probably up to 4 million now. It is so poignant. That's a hard word to say. Uh, for poignant. Me anyway. You did great. Did I dig it? You're perfect. All right. Poignant. Poignant. Uh, no G, no G. For, for a vocal coach, it's important. But I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. Yes. That's what you have the power to do. All of us have the You just don't know. And and she was so surprised. Yeah. And, and even Beyonce, from what I hear, everybody agreed that was a that song. That was the song. It was about the song, which is beautiful. It wasn't about who was singing it, what the art. It was about the song. And yeah. Bonnie said that in her speech. Yeah. Yeah. It was about the song. Yeah. And what you were just saying before, Ken, about, you know, people actually listening to a performance, listening to the words, listening to what is going mm. on in that song. Yes. And you don't have to have all the dancing around and, no. you know. Well, they no, didn't even have a video for it. I, I Googled yeah. it, of course, immediately. Yeah. And it's just her one picture of her through yeah. the whole song. Wow. I don't think but, they were expecting anything like that. Did and, you? And, and, and how many people did it take to write that song? 
one person. Mm. Yeah. Not eight. Who, who was the songwriter? Did she write it? She wrote it. Right, she right. Wrote it, She's she, never written her songs she from said, what I yeah, know. No, I'm not a, John Prine wrote yeah, a lot of her hits and others. She didn't write a lot of her songs. Well, or John, or, she helped on it. I think she co-wrote some. She co-wrote <laughs> some, but this is the first time but I boy, think she that just, song just wrote it on her own. And God willing, and Claire, she's going to do a lot more. Going back straight to you, man. Is that the kind of shit I'm talking about? It yeah. really hits home about a very yeah. real thing. That's Not everybody has a son who's been an organ donor, but a lot of people have. And it hits home like you singing about autism and just being a, 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 a voice. Me. for ins- Well, good. I hope <sighs> that I will. Because you asked me before we went on, what are we going to talk about? I said, don't <laughs> worry <endless>. about it. <laughs> and, and, and great songs. Okay, it's a song. Well, hi. Whoa, hello. You know, wow. Uh, Is, are we ta- are we done? No. no. Oh, listen, <laughs> we're, we're we're in control. Ken, we should listen to your song. We yes. will. Uh, oh, we, but I do want to finish hey, this wow, thought. Wow, that was a force from above, right? Want to finish this thought? Even it's if it's Yoda. a song about a, a, a somebody's son who's an organ donor. Hum- thank you. Human experience. That's just one. I can hear that song and it can open me up it, because it speaks a truth. And the universe, you know, if we sing about our sons or the experience we have uh, moving through life as a parent of somebody with special needs or whatever, or, or our own struggles, right? When you put truth into a song, that truth reaches through everything. It's not just about that particular story. That's the vehicle through which she took a moment in life that was full of humanity. She spoke about it. She sang about it. And whether you personally relate to that or not... It's going to open your heart up. Sure. And that's the beauty of it's speaking. It's about connection. It's speaking your truth and yeah. singing about things you know and things that matter and things that are soulful. And anyways, okay. No, so, no, that's what I'm saying. I agree. Now, listen, we're running out of time. We still got plenty of time. <laughs> okay. to, don't worry. I we feel don't like st- I need to write lyrics down, like some stuff. Yeah. We don't stop yeah. until yeah. I stop. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's because of my beautiful Thank producer you. back in Phoenix, Rob. Thank Rob, you, Robin. Robin, Robin. Robin is amazing. Uh, unless she has a hot date and then she he says, shut it off. Well, so, play, ha- play Halo on your date. Okay. What, what you got? You got oh, I was going to say, that circles back to, okay, so during the pandemic, obviously we were all kind of trying to figure out what the hell and sequestering and trying to deal with everything. And at the same time, amidst all that, or amongst all that, uh, <laughs> we had, yeah, amongst, Yeet. amongst, uh, we had a social uprising that was very powerful and uh, we're still moving through those things today. Um, and so during that time, you know, the gravity of everything hit me and I was writing a lot of songs and challenging myself in different ways to try some different production things. And, and there was this song that I wrote um, that I forgot about. And it was a very simple production. I mean, like a, a drum groove and a piano thing that I came up with and some background parts and, and kind of a vibe in it. And it was kind of what it was. And when I was looking for songs for our show coming up, I was digging through. It's like, what have I not done? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, love is how? And I put it on. And I'm like, what is this? And then I played it for a few people. And I was like, it's not just me, right? There's something here because I believe we're all channels, right? It's just, we're channels. We're channels. And so this was nice. something that moved through me. And uh, so I had, uh, in getting it ready for these shows, uh, interviews, and also for the show, I had my buddy Michael Carey come over the other evening, 
unbelievable producer, songwriter, great singer himself and everything. And I, he brought over this stunning nylon guitar and because we had talked about it. I wanted, I'd worked out a solo concept for it. He took my solo concept, he embellished it, played nylon, it is staggering. Uh, and then I added a string pad on it. And that's about it. There's no bass on it. It's very spare. It's about the message. Um, I may add bass down the road. We'll see. But I'm not going to add much more. So here we go. This is called Love is How. Is there anywhere to reach across this great divide Without the will to understand the other side For in our souls it lingers That old time hatred grows Like pressure on a trigger Just waiting to be pulled Will there come a day for those in need to have it met Can we ever change the ways of greed We haven't yet The story keeps repeating The lessons get ignored Our time is ever fleeting The dead is at our door And the rich get rich The poor stay poor Haters gotta hate And lovers mourn, lovers mourn The guilty walk The oceans rise As the righteous fall And bullets fly, bullets fly
Yeah, baby. Woo! Beautiful production, beautiful vocal, beautiful gorgeous. song. That's gorgeous. Thank you. Huh? Thank you. What's what? in my head? What's in your head? The chorus. Oh, okay. Good. That's what you want well, out you're of You're going to sing on it with me, right? We're going to do this at the show. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do both beautiful. those shows. So beautiful. Yes. We're going to do both these songs at the show. I have a lot of music to learn. Yes, yes you, you do. do. So uh, how are you going to work it at Soho? You, you each going to do individual sets or are you performing together? Yeah. We're performing together. We're going to probably do like back to back. Just you know Claire, me, Claire, me, yeah. you know, just back it's and forth. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now, we are getting near to the end. You guys are going to play something live for us right now. <sighs> oh, This my. is the moment. Yes, you, we're you, going to. You ready okay. for this? Um, okay. Uh, this is the caveat. Okay. Uh, I I have been so busy, so I'm gonna I may flub through the chords a little bit. Oh, you're it's perfect. It's gonna be great. Right. It's live. Just put our reverb on. So on yeah, just put some. Ourselves. Don't you have a plugin that'll <laughs> fix that? Isn't there well, a plugin? Yes, it's it's called um, less suckinator tomorrow. Yeah. No, I won't do that. <laughs> suckinator. I, I stop. You're we amazing. pride ourselves on live performances here. So I heard you guys. Pre-show for sound check. It sounded phenomenal. Thank you. Let me just hear the. There's your reverb. Let me hear you. Oh yeah, baby. Oh. I was feeling Damn, so girl. good. Yeehaw! Come on, Claire. Yeah. Right. Let's give him a little down ready. home. So are you ready, girl? Take Let's it away. It. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, I gotta really. Oh, there we go. Uh. Whenever I call you, friend. I begin to think I understand Everywhere we are You and I will always be Ever and ever I see myself within your eyes And that's all I need to show me why Everything I do always takes me home to you. Ever and ever. Now I know my life has given me more than memories. Day by day, we can see in every moment there's a reason to carry on. 
Sweet love showing us a heavenly light I've never seen such a beautiful sight Sweet love flowing on us every night I know forever we'll be doing it right Whenever I call you to understand everywhere we are you and I were meant to be ever and ever I think about the times to come knowing I will be the lucky one ever I love you last I always want to call you Showing us a heavenly light. I've never seen such a beautiful sight. Sweet love flowing on a severing night. I know forever we'll be doing it. Sweet love showing us some heavenly light. I've never seen such a beautiful sight. Sweet love flowing on a silvery night. I know forever we'll be doing it, doing it. Sweet love showing us a heavenly light. I've never seen such a beautiful sight. Sweet love flowing on a silvery night. I know forever we'll be doing it. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. All right, thank you. <laughs> I'm you see actually in the in the version the chords drop out there. They're supposed to. So it's just about Can the you vocal. stop apologizing? You're a star. I'm not You're apologizing. amazing. That's Everyone right. needs to come no, I to do. Santa Barbara, our show. Yes. Right. Go Soho, ahead. Hey, February nineteenth. Go ahead. It's your turn. <laughs> Please come. We love you. Tickets are selling out quite quickly. And I always say one of the great things about Soho and Santa Barbara, if, if you've been to Santa Barbara, then you already know. If you haven't been to Santa Barbara, it is one of the most exquisite, beautiful cities in the United States. And it's really mind boggling. It it's a yeah. beautiful, beautiful place. So I always suggest come for the day. Come early. Spend the day. Go down to the beach. There's Spas, there's incredible restaurants, there's museums, there's so much to do there. Spend the day there and then finish it with our show. Yeah. Yeah. And local Santa Barbara, Santa Barbarians. Yes. Barbarinos, they've got to come. <laughs> Come on. They will bub, come bub, in. There's going to be a lot bub, of stars bub, on stage. Uh, well, yes. And let's talk about your websites real quick because yes. you each have your own. www.kenstacycey.com yep. no, and Claire Kodara, which is K-H-O-D-A-R-A.com. Phenomenal websites. Both of them, you guys are doing great stuff individually and together. And speaking of that, we want to mention this Christmas. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, so we do want to make a, a, a quick mention. Last year and for this Christmas, uh, the script has been thrown out. That's right. Don threw away the script. Um, Lori reminds me to talk about uh, a song that we did that I had the, the pleasure of arranging and producing for and with the tribe. And um, uh, Lori will speak more at depth about the tribe, but the song uh, was a version of Donny Hathaway's exquisite 
Christmas classic that to me is just the most my favorite. Extro- yeah, and I now think, this one's my favorite. And now, yeah. <laughs> so it's reimagined, everybody. It's not Donnie's. It's not on the nose with Donnie because first of all, nobody's ever going to do it like Donnie. And second of all, if you know Donnie's history, Donnie used to do covers of other artists and just turn them inside out. So it was like, all right, Donnie's all about this. Let's take that approach. So we have some incredible guest artists on it. We've got uh, Kenny Loggins singing on it, Richard Marks, Michael McDonald. Uh, Melissa Manchester and the list goes on. Frida Payne. You. Frida Payne. Laurie. Jr. Us. Claire. Claire's <laughs> singing on it. All of us, but you uh, guys too. And we made this great video it. of it. Claire. It's pretty crazy Which you can find awesome on YouTube. It. Yes. The easy, and, easiest and, way, I'll just Michael tell you. The easiest way, just um, type into the into the YouTube search this Christmas Kenny Loggins and it comes up and it comes right up <laughs> and, and remember yeah. remember everybody there's going to be a link you're going to see information there about the Donnie Hathaway Foundation uh, Donnie Hathaway Project. Legacy Project yeah. forgive me and his daughter Danita Hathaway uh, heads that up it's all about providing services and support for people with mental health. We lost Donnie yeah. way, way too early. It 33. Jeez, what he had already accomplished. Could you imagine what was yet to come out of that man? And, you know, he had some real mental health issues and they got the best of him. And it's tragic. So, you know, this is in honor of Donnie to support people out there who are really struggling. And a lot of people, you know, post-pandemic, and just the world and everything going on now, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's just elevated everybody's stressors so much. And people that were on the cusp and holding it together have been pushed across and they really need help. So organizations like this are invaluable. So please support the organization. Be generous. Make it Christmas every single frickin day of the year. <laughs> and uh, and we hope you enjoy the song. And Lori, tell everybody quickly about the Tribe and Together Foundation. Uh, the Tribe is a is a collective of great musicians and singers. We do shows all around Southern California. Um, this project was let's do a video because we hadn't done one in a while, and so you'll find them on uh, the Tribe Band uh, YouTube. Our website is thetribeband.com. You can find all information about that. Um, we also put on benefit concerts for a great organization that I work for called the Get Together Foundation. And we have a music enrichment program that I launched last year, um, which is helping kids, underprivileged kids. We're bringing these programs into after-school programs and shelters and other uh, partners that work with homeless and underprivileged, uh, helping kids and families, basically. And I want to say, obviously, thank you, Don, so much for oh, having us here tonight. Thank you so much, Don. Sure. Um, we love you. You're the best. Yeah. You're and lovable. Lori, You're very lovable. Lori, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because so are you, Lori. You, you are, are so involved in so many different things. Obviously, uh, an incredibly talented musician, singer yourself, but one of the beautiful things beyond that is your involvement in all these organizations helping artists just at that the level of just <laughs> helping artists get on great shows like this get onto this and show. get into <laughs> venues helping us get you know bring what we're doing to soho and santa barbara and yeah, we couldn't have done it without yeah, Laura. yeah. All this and all stuff. the we're countless artists <laughs> that you work with and help to do this so and all the other things we're learning about you and in the music programs and so you. anyways i love you sweetheart thank you well well said, and, and I will say, and again, thank you, uh, Lori, it's, as always, she's brought some phenomenal talent. Her commitment to the people she works with is beyond yeah. crazy, <laughs> and the time commitment that it must take, and I know, yeah. and the get-together of foundation, I still want to have 
Kevin and his wife is Mayor, right? Mayor, yeah. Mayor. Uh, Wax, W-A-C-H-S. Yes. Uh, phenomenal people that give time and talent and money to such worthy causes. And and this has really kind of turned into one of my favorite shows tonight, uh, uh, to be honest with you. And and that means a lot because I've had some amazing <laughs> talent, amazing shows, but it's far reaching. And at this point in my life, I'm not a young man anymore. I've been through a lot of things as everybody does. Yeah. My own song says it's a crazy kind of life. It is about life. And you know, what everybody experiences in, in and out. And, you know, I'm at the point where a lot of People are leaving me, you know, and it just, uh, it really brings it home, things like this, to be honest. Totally. That's beautiful, Don. Yep. Beautiful, Don. Uh, You're but, such a great Don, we person. love you. You're the best. Are but, you kidding? But thank you. And and again, this is where I like to say my thanks, but Lori, thanks. And, and you, you're right. You go, Ken was right. You go way beyond just a phone call and a text and an email. You really care. And for artists right now that really don't, really know what to do or yeah. how to kind of or they make, don't like doing it <laughs> well <laughs> amen yeah yeah, okay. yeah i see there's a hand being raised in the studio here <laughs> it, it, it's a big deal and, and what you and 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 uh, get together foundation and the tribe uh, oh, yeah. all do the musicians yes. everybody always jumps on board and that's yeah that's the it's true about community that's the true response really. um Claire, amazing meeting you, and you I love your spirit, man. You are fired up. I'm just a get... mirror. I learned things about her not tonight that I didn't even know <laughs> yeah, before, and I've known her now for a couple of years. Right? We've worked hours and hours and hours, and Claire, you were holding out. Yeah, well, you haven't been cheated in life, and that's what it's all about. And now it's on an audio archive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. I know. I hope that and I she, hope that Pierre doesn't listen to this. Pierre, it's, it's oh, indelible. Oh, Pierre's going to listen <laughs> for late. sure. Yeah. And by late. the way, you're the second lady in 10 plus years to say the F word on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I really can't. Wait, help was Kanye Wilson here? Uh, no, no. Uh, Nobody else's curse. No, it's a uh, magic mushroom relapse. It, it was. Uh, I had Andy Fraser, God rest his beautiful soul, the bass player from Free. Yeah. Uh, Andy Fraser was here, and his manager a- at the time. And we're talking. To, and Andy was an amazing, amazing guy, and what a great bass player yeah, for Free on all sure. those great songs. And he was so giving and loving. And she was sitting right where Claire is, and she said, has anybody ever said fuck on the air? I said, well, you, you just did. Uh, For me, it just came out so naturally. Yeah, well, That's I see that. Mother of, mother of three toddlers, yeah. what can I say? Oh, oh. There's no bleeping on this oh, show. Oh, believe me, TikTok's <laughs> Sorry, I, I love you all for you, that you're listening, and I am a good Catholic girl. So oh, you're Catholic. Well, now it's even well, better. Well, my husband's Jewish, so we're, you know, we're just a panacea of all things in our house. Oh man, now you're throwing the big words around and shit, it just keeps getting better. (laughs) Panacea. Well, I'm a good Catholic by myself most of the time. And I'd love to thank my my people back in Phoenix. It's the Star World Wide Network's Dave the Mayor Pratt who puts the whole thing together. Thank you. My beautiful producer, you guys have heard about her now, Rockin' Robin Cote. Thank you, By the way, guys, she's written a wonderful book called Soul Stirrings. Mm. I've turned many people onto it. It's about our loved ones who've left us Wow, thank you. Here. I can't wait to read it. Soul I'm very stirrings. into this right Beautiful. now. Oh, okay, soul well, so am I. And she's right. I've experienced soul stirring since yeah. Cindy's passed away. Wow. And Robin's the real deal. And she's amazing. Wow. Letting me go way over time. <laughs> you know, Robin, we love you. Pray for peace in the world. It's yes. so crazy. Pray for Turkey and Syria. Yep. Good mm, Lord. I Make know. contributions. UNICEF and whatever yeah, else you can do. You know, all the stuff. John Lennon They're said it best. All support. you need is love. The other thing I like to say is pray for our troops. 
past, mm-hmm. present, and future. Yep. And respect your police officers. Other yes. than that, guys, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. I really, really did. Amazing. Best of luck. September 19th. Oh, September. February. Oh, February. February. I didn't say that. That was Ken's last gig. <laughs> yeah, that was the last one. February 19th. Well. Right around the corner. Time goes fast when you don't have COVID. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. To Don thank, you Don. Don. thank you. Thank you to my guests. Good night, everybody. Thank you, everybody thank you for tuning in. Don Cromwell Live. Good night. Thanks for listening to Don Cromwell Live. Producer, songwriter, musician, and former Air Supply and Eddie Money bassist, Don Cromwell. Every week, Don Cromwell Live connects the artist with you, the fan. Hear Don Cromwell Live as it happens Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, or on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. And follow Don at Facebook.com slash Don Cromwell and Twitter at Don Cromwell Live. Don Cromwell Live from Star Worldwide Networks.com.